0: Welcome to the Fans of Fitness podcast, a voice for fitness, health, and wellness professionals. Sky, excited to see you again.
1: Good to see you, Travis. So to glad to have
0: you here. Yeah, we get to see you again on Monday. I know, right? Yep. Yeah, so uh, I know the the class is super excited to to see you. They've heard enough about you. Uh, it's always the first week of every term that I talk about NKT and what it can do. Um, and uh, yeah, and once I explain it, and then I say, "Hey, how many people here have injuries?" Most hands go up. And I'm like, "What is it?" And they'll tell me what it is. And I'm like, "Good chance that you're going to get fixed." <laughs> Next, what's going on with you? <laughs> and they'll, they'll, you know, let's say something, something's wrong with them. And I'm like, "All right, consider yourself almost fixed." And I'll, I'll throw out percentages. I'm probably off, but I'm like 90% sure that that's going to be fixed. Like Josh, he had a shoulder um, that you, you, you fixed. We can talk about that. Oh but- yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah everybody's excited we're excited to have you back I love watching everybody's minds get blown I mean that's how how I was the first time I went through NKT level one um, I didn't know what was going on uh, right I still don't <laughs> even though <laughs> I'm well I've, I've since let it lapse I'm no longer certified but I can I plan on coming back for the next workshop that you you hold but anyway uh, I explain what NKT is to our students in it, It's kind of like Layman terms, as much as I can do it, and the way I explain it is, it's uh, it's it's rewiring the motor control center through muscle testing, and that's as easy as I can make it. Can you can you make
2: it any easier? (laughs) More and and most of the students I still gloss over. It's like they still no idea what you're talking about, right?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that's been a big difficulty is trying to explain like what is NKT uh, to people. And trying to, like, kindergarten the science down, if you will. But basically, the easiest way I like to describe it is kind of like your muscles are like a cell phone. And we want them to have full signal when we're doing whatever movement or, you know, sport or whatever. And so... A failed muscle test is kind of like a muscle or a cell phone with only one bar signal, maybe zero bars. And NKT figures out, well, where is that signal being sent? And how can I get full signal back to this one muscle that didn't have any signal? So that's kind of like, it's kind of like your cell phone's out in Sedona in a vortex. (laughs) It's like, you know, you got the brand new latest and greatest iPhone, but it's not getting signal. And it doesn't mean the phone is not functional or that the phone is bad so it's not the muscles are bad it's just they're not getting the full signal so nkt is a way to use advanced muscle testing or apply kinesiology and use these very specific protocols to figure out okay this muscle doesn't have signal where is that signal being sent instead and how can we get it back to this muscle
0: that's way better. I'm going to start using that yeah. one. <laughs> I hear well, you so say we, it when you're in class, but so I. So now
2: we can just copy this audio and just play it. You're play. like, hey, so eventually we're going to have Sky come in, and this is what she does
0: play. play. <laughs> yeah, listen to the podcast the first five minutes, and you'll understand better than I can. Because I wouldn't, <laughs> I would not ever remember all that. But like, no.
1: Well, and it took me several years of role playing with clients. If, like, how can I. You know, Sesame Street this for them. (laughs) make it understandable. Because if they understand what I'm doing and the why behind it, then they're going to be more compliant with doing the homework. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. So. I just want you to come in with a a little top hat with a rabbit in it and a (laughs) wand because to me it's like magic. I mean, I, I couldn't believe in 30 seconds that an injury that had lasted for two years To where I couldn't do all kinds of things in 30 seconds, you fixed it, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is crazy!"
0: Yeah, it was your shoulder, right? Yep. Don't you have a great story as to how that happened?
2: Oh yeah, I was skydiving, and you know, my arm got caught up in the riser, and yeah, (laughs) what really happened? (laughs) Uh, I was reaching on to get my iPhone off the nightstand, reaching back over my head, and yeah, that—that's because I'm old. Well, I mean,
1: mean, it's normally how it happens. It's like, you know, I threw my back out one time bending over, picking up an empty laundry basket. And it's like, was it really the empty laundry basket? No, it was all the bad reps leading up to that.
0: Right. Bad, bad reps of picking up the laundry basket.
1: Well, uh, picking up things wrong or incorrectly or just having overall bad rotational patterns would probably be the better way to say it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, yep.
1: and you know, being, bringing that into awareness, like so many people aren't even aware of their bad movement.
0: Right. hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we have all these functional movement patterns that we do, but that doesn't mean you're going to squat perfectly every time when you sit down. No. Yeah. So
2: well, you're not really ever taught how to move, you know? Right. I mean, you're, you learn how to walk with your parents watching you and hope, and they try to catch you to fall down, but they don't really teach you how to walk. You learn how to walk on your own. And then most movements in your life, you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You, nobody ever teaches you how to run. You just run. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And so whenever you start doing something on a regular basis as an activity, you're going to hurt yourself because you're not taught how to do that activity.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about that real quick because we, we you've mentioned that when you've come in uh, to do your presentations to the class, when there's like the, the order a business like the from babies being on their back, not being able to roll over, the next step would be rolling over and then, then Oh the, yeah. I remember doing that. Yeah. I remember doing that when you were there. Then
1: you come up into quadruped, you start rocking a little bit. Yeah. And yep. Then you learn how to crawl. Yeah. Learn how to pick but, your head up. Yeah. You know, back to what you were saying is like nobody ever taught us how to walk. And it's like we learned how to walk from failing. Right. <laughs> you know. But also We mimic a lot of our parents' bad gait patterns. Sure. A lot of people don't even realize that. It's like we we learn from watching other people do it, but we don't realize that they're doing it wrong too.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because it's like I watched my daughter, and she has my glute med dysfunction, even though she's never injured her glute med. But she walks like me because she's mimicking me. So it's a learned behavior.
0: Uh, Even at that age, you're picking that up.
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%. Hmm. So now I got to go in and correct. <laughs> <laughs> Great. How old is she? She's six.
0: Are you doing NKT to, to a six year old? Not,
1: Not quite. I mean, the, Just correcting they're right at the age where they can kind of understand a muscle test and, and how to perform it. Um, six is kind of about that age. Some a little younger, some a little older, but um, we could surrogate test. I mean, I've worked on a one week old baby. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, they were not able to latch, and so we did a hyoid correction. Mm. It was like a five-minute session, and baby was latching.
2: That's
0: really crazy! That's insane. And you just That's use insane. the
1: mom as a surrogate or, or someone that the baby's comfortable with. Yeah. And there's even NKT for animals. There's an equine course for horses, and you know, vets and stuff who are working with the animals.
0: Yeah, I suppose if it works for us, it would work for animals as well. Yeah. yeah. Anybody with
1: so. muscles and a nervous system. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: that's interesting.
1: But yeah, I mean, back to your point, nobody teaches us how to walk or run (laughs) or or squat right, bend over and pick things up correctly Mm -hmm. without injuring ourselves. So, right, we learn that a lot of those patterns by just watching our parents and people we're arounds bad behaviors. We don't even realize we're doing it.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean,
1: and then 20 years later, we're stuck in a bad pattern.
2: Even playing sports as a kid, I mean, I remember stretching. Before practice and like before a game, but they never taught us really how to run. Like even playing baseball, they really not didn't even teach us how to swing a bat. They just <laughs> told us to watch the ball and keep you know, your eye on the ball, right? Yeah. And and instead of showing the right movement, and and that's kind of where it starts. And then you kind of go, well, in little league, I did that, and now I can do it in college and get hurt, right?
1: And no offense to little league coaches, because you know, God bless all the parents who are out oh, there volunteering. Yeah, for, for sure. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're parents volunteering. They're not trained.
2: Well, when my son was five, yeah, five years old, I taught or I um, was the coach for his soccer team. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any idea what I was doing. I'd played soccer when I was a kid, but no at least one you else had that
1: experience. <laughs> right, but no
2: one else, no one else could do it. Right, and so I was like. I'll be a coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're five, four, four or five years old. And so it was more or less
0: just keeping them in the field. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Herding the cats, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So how did you discover neurokinetic therapy?
1: Wow. So it's a really entertaining story, but um, I actually lost the use of my right leg about seven years after having my first child. And I was kind of, dragging my leg around nobody could really seem to do anything with me I mean I went to all the specialists in the metro here and I mean I got I did physical therapy I did acupuncture I did chiropractic care I got dry needled is lasered and infrared (laughs) and hypnotized and (laughs) I mean, I tried every modality I could think of, trigger point, I mean, you name it, and nothing was really making a change.
0: Did any of them kind of help?
1: Some of them gave me some relief in the pain, but, like, nothing was restoring the movement. And, um, you know, at the time I owned a 13,000 square foot gym and I was teaching several spin classes a week, several Pilates reformer classes a week, trying to do personal training (laughs) and stretching on clients. And I didn't have my right leg. (laughs) It was kind of just dragging behind me. And uh, finally, I stumbled upon someone who did NKT. And there was only like two or three people in the state of Arizona at the time.
0: What year was this, do you think?
1: Um, so this was a good 10 or 11 years ago. Okay. And uh, anyway, I went into this person's office. I told them what had happened. They found my C-section scar was overworking for pretty much all the muscles in my right leg. Like glutes, rec fem, all my hip wow. flexors, hamstrings, you name it, adductors, whatever. And, like, most of my right abdominal wall. And that's what I could visually see is, like, when I'd put on a swimsuit, I had a six-pack on the left, but on the right, like, nobody was home. Hmm. And so, ultimately, they stretched my scar out, they um, activated my weak muscles, and within minutes, I was walking like nothing had ever happened.
0: That blew blown your mind.
1: That totally blew my mind. I went from dragging my leg for three weeks to teaching spin class the next morning, like nothing had ever happened. Wow. Yeah, and you know, teaching spin with only one leg is a little difficult.
0: It's <laughs> difficult too. I mean, I yeah. made it
1: happen. You know, you gotta, you know, fake it till you make it in the training <laughs> industry. But ultimately, I learned how to cue spin class off the bike. So, I could continue classes and stuff. But then, that, after that correction, it was like, boom, it, it had never happened. And basically, my C section scar was pulling signal from all the muscles at my leg.
0: Wow. Can you explain how a scar affects the neuromuscular system?
1: Well, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I'll explain it from a personal training perspective. <laughs> But ultimately, you got to think that we have our fascia that's covering our whole body. We've got the superficial fascia layer. Right. And then we have the myofascia running around all the muscles. But in that big superficial fascia layer is where all our nerves are running through. And that's the top layer that we're cutting through before we cut through all the other stuff, you know, for a C-section. Um, but even in any surgery, if you're cutting through that fascia, you're cutting through the nerves and you're roadblocking the signal. Hmm. And the body is designed to protect us and to keep us moving no matter what. So we're going to reroute the signal to keep us moving. But we've got to stay protected so this place can heal. So ultimately, the scars are roadblocking those signals and making our brain reroute around them. And then we can go in with NKT after the scars had plenty of time to heal and reroute that signal back to the muscles.
2: Wow. Yeah, and c-
1: it's automatic. That's the cool yeah. thing. You don't got to wait. You don't have to do like five appointments. It's like right then, yeah. right there.
2: Well, I mean, I know when you when you fixed my shoulder, it was immediate. It wasn't like,
0: oh, you're going to feel better in a couple of days. <laughs> it was right then. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was instant. Look on your face was priceless. You're like, what's going on? How is yeah. this happening? Yeah. It was like five minutes on the table.
2: Well, because I had talked to my sister's a nurse practitioner. My wife is a nurse. My mother-in-law is a um, physical therapist. And then Emily's a massage therapist. And so I'd talked to all these people about my shoulder and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. And and they'd told me stuff to do to try to make it better. None of it worked. And for two years, it was in pain. Mm-hmm. And then walked in, got on the table and found out my core wasn't firing and i like the, oh, <laughs> and, uh, and then you massage that spot on my scapula and, you know, and my shoulder was fixed. I was like, wow, it's pretty that's cool, insane. It? Yeah. It's crazy.
1: And that's the magic of NKT is once you figure out what the pattern is, you get the instant relief. Yeah. Now, can the pain come back? Absolutely. Cause you can do enough bad reps to get yourself back into the dysfunction. If this is some kind of repetitive movement pattern or if it's just an old injury pattern, you just have to do enough of the good reps to make the brain feel safe again, so it'll let that old
2: pattern go. And I didn't follow your advice and do all the homework I was supposed to, so it, of it, course. it, you know, <laughs> no. after a while, it, it came back, and um, I remembered where you massage that, and I just massaged it myself, and mm-hmm. it fixes it again. Well, and, and, it's just, and if I did that on a regular basis, like I was supposed to, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have to go through that not every three months or so.
1: Right. Well, and that's the thing is like uh, the homework is kind of just an extension of the the appointment. Right. You know, so but sometimes we can do enough release work within the session that the brain feels safe about it. But you want to keep encouraging the functional movement. Yeah. So that's why we like to empower. I mean, I think NKT is very empowering because, again, when your pain comes back, I've empowered you with the tools you need now make it go back away again yeah and if you were just a little more consistent with that (laughs) the results and the effects of that would last longer right yeah
0: we've got a current student right now who's seen you before Um, I asked her a couple days ago are you still doing your homework she's like no like are you do you expect it to get better then no (laughs) you know what you're supposed to do today now (laughs) yes (laughs) and I I think we're all guilty of it because you know I, I saw you four plus years ago when I moved down here before we put the school in. And I was looking for somebody that that, that knew NKT very well. And I was like, hey, this person's got at level three. She knows it all. And I'm like, I'm going to go see you. But there's another reason I want to see you is because my SI joint's giving me trouble and, and killing me. And at the time, I was addicted to golf. I just love hitting stuff really far and, you know, poorly. So I came in to see you. We talked about how we could we could uh, get together and, and bring this education to – to the students at the school, and then uh, I think you, in about 15 minutes, made my pain go away, and then I had a tea time that afternoon, and in front of my friends I had to do a couple of things that looked <laughs> kind of funny uh, to make sure that pain uh, didn't persist and, and stayed away, and, and I, I think I did my homework for maybe four days, and it was better, and because I wasn't reminded of the pain, I quit doing it, and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. The homework is, hey, I don't feel pain. I'm not reminded that I need to do it. Right. But it's not until you feel it again, you're like, oh, man, I need to do that again. What was I doing to make it go away? Right. So I hear that all the time with people that, that you know, do some NKT, have somebody work on them, and uh, the, the homework just goes out the window after the pain's gone. Just no reminder Yeah. until there is again.
1: Well, and I remind people, too, like sometimes we don't need to do the homework any longer. You know, like with my C-section scar, as long as I don't go have another C-section, it's probably not going to repeat itself but if this is something like your golf swing that you're gonna continue to play golf mm-hmm. and this is from your dysfunctional <laughs> swing pattern, yeah. then you know enough of those bad reps you're gonna have to start doing some of the good reps again
0: thousands in only one direction right, which isn't good no.
2: <laughs> so so does your swing get better when you're when you've done that, or is it still
0: I've only played t- three times in the last two years, yeah, yeah, it's just
2: yeah. so you can't really tell whether the swing is better
0: than <laughs> It's not better. It just doesn't awful. hurt. It's just awful. Uh, it's just with <laughs> or without pain. Yeah, if we
1: have more than one appointment and actually follow up with some homework, then we could uh, he could better answer that question. Right. I yeah. I decided to quit <laughs> playing
0: instead of getting back on Sky Stable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But ultimately, you know, the thing about NKT is certain muscles are going to be involved in more than one pattern. So when you're at the point of chronic pain, it means that area or those muscles in that area have probably been shut down for quite some time. And they're going to be involved in multiple layers of your onion, so to speak, because hmm. it's kind of like my right glute max is the first to go. Like hmm. if the storm's coming... He's the dog running to hide in the closet as soon as the first thunder lightning (laughs) strikes, you know, or like Fourth of July, right glutes go into the closet, (laughs) you know, because that's kind of my problem child area, you know, from being a soccer player and a lot of the repetitive movements of soccer and running, you know, Mm -hmm. so you have to think what what patterns are an injury. And once I clear that up, it's probably not going to repeat unless I re injure it. Or what patterns are because of my sport or my desk job or whatever my lifestyle is. Those patterns are going to continue to return as you consider, you know, continue to do that lifestyle movement or drive your car this way, sit at your desk that way. So I'm like, highlight that one because that's the one in six months if you wake up and the pain's back, just do that homework. And that's how you can empower yourself to make it go back away. Yeah. And if the pain goes away, then you're good. If it doesn't, call me, and you've probably done something <laughs> in the last six months to create a different pattern. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So. So what are some of the the hardest cases you've had to work with?
1: Wow. Um, probably one of my scariest, you know, I had to go cry in the bathroom for a moment, um, <clears throat> was a client of mine who um, had fallen into a chopper box. Oh, so, you know, they put a tree in on one end, and uh, wood chips come out on the oh, other. Wow. And, and luckily for him, uh, um, like a bolt or something had fallen down in it with him, and it jammed the machine. Jeez. Yeah. So to say he had a few scars is an understatement, and then, you know, that's not even the worst of it. And then he was in like a uh, an explosion And had like burns and was skin graft. And so, like, 30% of his body was skin graft.
2: And that was a different instance than 10 years
1: later after the chopper box experience, you know. And so now I'm seeing him about 30 years after all of that. (laughs) He's got
2: that's called bad luck. (laughs) I know. I'm like, dude, you're
1: seven (laughs) lives into your nine, like, stay (laughs) at home. But uh, anyway, so I'm like, okay, you know, scars hold priority, you know especially the ones in the midline. So of your 120 scars, we've narrowed it down to like 35. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. I went to the bathroom. I cried. I'm like, dear God of Jesus, please help me figure out which scar to go to. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's.
1: (laughs) But luckily I found the one that works and he got up and felt way better. And he's like, okay, how many appointments do I need? One for every scar. I was like, well, um, if I were you, I'd just send your wife through the training program. It might be a little cheaper that route. But it probably did take me about two years to get through all of his layers. I'm sure. And it was me and a team. You know, um, I had, um, he was getting massage therapy, chiropractic, and acupuncture with the NKT. And I recommend that, like the more modalities you can kind of combine together. Because NKT tells you what to release and what to activate. But then you want really good tools on both of those ends of the spectrums to do that release with or to do that activation with. So when there's really stuck tissue, like scar tissue and stuff, I would refer out to someone who can do the manual scar release work to go along with the NKT. You know? If that makes sense. Or if they've got stuck fibrotic tissue, I'm going to want a massage therapist to go in and break up that stuck tissue. Or the body's just going to see that as another threat and want to right. compensate around it. You know, if, if, if the spine's out of alignment, they need an adjustment. Right. You know, and the NKT is just going to make those other modalities hold so much longer. So when I can kind of get a team together to help my unicorn people... <laughs> Like, right. mister, I had 120 scars. That's how we can get to the finish line faster because NKT is an amazing modality, but it's not the only one out
2: there. So does, does all the team members need to be level three or can they be? None
1: of them are NKT. They usually aren't even oh, okay. NKT. It's just I'm the NKT resetting right. the pattern. And then I need you as the acupuncturist to go in and, and try to get this whole meridian cleaned up. Or I need you as the chiropractor to go in and adjust accordingly based on these muscles um, that are continually tight and pulling them out of alignment. Or I need you as a massage therapist to go in and release this. Or I need you as the personal trainer to go in and strengthen these areas because these are this person's weakest links. And they're the traditional weak links for this person. So I need you to really focus on, for me, my right glute. (laughs) You know, because right now for me to go to the gym and do a squat, like my right glutes checking out. Right. So I have to make sure when I'm training that I've got a trainer that can understand that and help me really hone in on that. Right. Yeah.
2: So is there level one, two and three? Yes. Okay. I was thinking hopefully it didn't jump from one to three. Nah. Um, what can you do with a level one?
1: Well, you can do a lot with level one. I mean, even with level one, uh, they could have fixed my C-section scar to, you know, all the muscles it was shutting down. I mean, it was hundreds, but, you
2: know. So what's the difference between one, two, and three?
1: So level one, we're building the main foundations and helping you understand the two main protocols of NKT. And then once you've kind of got that nice, stable foundation, we start... Uh, teaching you uh, more in-depth concepts if you will and how to maybe fine-tune your recipes okay so it's not looking at this body of 641 muscles plus all these ligaments and potential scars it's like okay how can i narrow this down you know because each each session's kind of like a game of clue like right. all i know walking in is you got shoulder pain so that means there was a murder in the library <laughs> right <laughs> who was involved i have no idea who did it i don't know yet
2: hopefully that injury is not from a murder <laughs> but right you know I mean.
1: right but you know ultimately it's like i've got to test now around that shoulder and figure out okay which muscles are not getting full signal right and then who's the guy who did it <laughs> right
0: right that's a great way to put it yeah, yeah. That's and so cool. uh
1: you know, going through the different levels helps me fine-tune based on, well, it's these two muscles and they're in this subsystem. So that's going to help me fine-tune this correction a little better, or think right. next level. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: So one level is kind of just building on the next level, but level one is tends to be pretty overwhelming for
2: people. Oh, I'm sh- <laughs> I, yeah, so we're
1: trying to keep it as less material as possible and uh, we do a lot of support so after i teach level one here in phoenix twice a year fall and spring and um, i do study groups about once a month uh, to assist the students and it doesn't matter what field you come in from uh, because we teach anyone in the health and fitness industry that's looking for continuing education but, I mean, I'll have a physical therapist have a meltdown right next to the yoga instructor. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what tools you come into. You're right. Everybody's a blank slate learning this new. Um, I will say, like, the physical therapist and the athletic trainers who've had um, applied kinesiology, so they already come in having some muscle testing in their background, tend to pick it up a little faster. But yeah. sometimes they have to kind of unlearn what they've learned because we're doing a different type of muscle testing. So, right. yeah.
2: So, when's the next time that you're teaching level one?
1: So, next level one here in Phoenix is October 28th and 29th. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And then, do you teach level two I and level teach, three?
1: I teach level one and level two. Okay. Yeah.
2: Who te- who teaches sorry who teaches level three?
1: So David Weinstock himself will be here in March next year really? doing oh, the wow. level three. Yeah. So he's the creator. Here's this fancy little book here. <laughs> uh the book, honestly. <laughs> no offense. But I got the book, you know, I was all excited, signed up, ready to go to the workshop. I looked at the book, and it made no sense. (laughs) And I was like, this is a (laughs) bunch of cool pictures. But then after you take the workshop, you really understand the value of the book.
0: Yep, I agree. I did the same thing. If anybody's
1: listening right now, and you go watch, go get the book, like, it's great only if you're going to take the class. Like, if you're not going to take the class, buying the book's a waste of your time.
0: I got it before uh, I did my level one. And I'm just like, okay. That's <laughs> great then, pictures, right? And then right? I took it. And then I, then I took the, uh, the weekend class, and I'm like, okay, now it makes 100%. Yeah. It just it makes sense now. So.
1: Yeah, the book is the tool, but you don't know how to use it until you've taken the class. Right. Yeah. I thought I was
0: going to get ahead. I didn't. I, was, I looked at you it. I like, put it back down. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the class. Yeah. yeah.
1: Pretty yeah. much. Like, the only thing you really need to know going into level one NKT is your anatomy. Right. Yeah.
0: You can't You can't muscle test if you don't know what muscles are or where they're at or what they're called right like you
1: need to know where the psoas is in order to test it and then if it's not functional you need to know who might be the main players you'd want to call on so
2: right so so i need to take anatomy like four more times before (laughs) i go (laughs) in to
0: get it drilled into my head of what muscles what well we've had a few few graduates go through that yeah through the the level one you have yeah and uh they enjoyed it. They, they they looked at me like, yeah, it was a lot, but did you understand it? And they they all said, yeah, I understand it. I That's it. cool. Yeah,
1: I really, uh, you know, my whole point of getting into NKT other than fixing myself was the change I wanted to make in the fitness industry. You know, because um, one of the reasons I love your school is the good quality trainers that come out of the school. Right. You know, because unfortunately there's not a lot of regulation, None. you know, in the industry. So basically anybody can throw on a shirt that says personal trainer and be a personal trainer right yep. so um, you know ultimately being able to say hey your whole right side your whole right leg's not even getting signal right now like before we go take you through your leg day routine like let's make sure your quads are firing your glutes are firing your hamstrings are firing you right. know get everybody online make sure your core is firing and able to stabilize you through those movements Right. Before I'm gonna go, run you through a loaded squat.
0: <laughs> there was one thing that I heard. Uh, the I went through uh, the National Personal Training Institute as well in uh, Oregon, and one of the things that I heard the very first weeks that stuck to me, it stuck with me ever since, and I mentioned to the class usually week one of every new term is never add performance on top of dysfunction. Right, and that happens in every single gym. Mm-hmm. You're just feeding the beast because you don't know what you're looking at. You're like, I don't know why you can't get to depth without your hip flexors hurting. Why does that hurt? Just do it anyway. You know, <laughs> if you, if you want to get to your goals, you're going to have to go to 90 degrees on, on your squat. But it hurts. Well, I don't know what to tell you. And, yeah. and that happens all the time. I see, you know, the, the box gym that I go to, I'm not going to name it, but I just <laughs> walk in. I look at the trainers. I'm like, what are, what are all of you doing? Do you want mm-hmm. me to name it? None of it makes, sense. No. It no, it makes sense. sense. no, no, no I, was, nice. I wasn't going to. I was just kidding. <laughs> but it's you know, it's it, there's a huge just disc- you know you've got your your certified trainer that reads a book and then you've got those that, that that maybe started there but they got tons of continuing education. They didn't stop learning. That's one route to go. Another route is just to get the best foundation you can just starting off. So you were a trainer, right?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. For when you owned, when you owned your gym, did you just do um, uh, spin or did you do yeah, like I have one-on-one clients yeah, and all that? I, was,
1: um, I started out as a personal training and picked up spin and all the group fitness stuff later. Yeah. Uh, you know, because being the owner, you have to jump in and help out in places you don't want to sometimes, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I had to crash course myself in a lot of this stuff until I could take the official But, um, yeah, I started out as a personal trainer, you know, wanting to empower people Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it's rough looking at what goes on in the industry. That's for sure. (laughs) So I wanted to do it from a safe place of making sure before we go load that, (laughs) right. Yeah. Let's make sure we do it with our own body weight. Yeah. And, um, You know, but again, I love the fitness industry, love being a trainer. But once I learned in KT, I'm like, I got to share this with the world. And how much more effective is the personal trainer going to be when I've got all my muscles firing with full signal?
0: Yeah. Right. You know,
1: yep. And uh, how much better is my client gonna feel? Because like I can get on a leg press right now and, and fake it till I make it with my leg press, but that doesn't mean that both of my glutes are gonna fire equally. right. You know? And trainers that are learning NKT are going to tap into making sure both of my glutes are even online and then maybe even thinking, okay, well, if the right glute's struggling more than the left and three or four times we've checked, they're, they're always offline, then maybe I need to start single-legging things, mm-hmm. you know, until I can get things firing properly so that I don't end up having my left glute overworking for the lack of my right glute wanting to signal.
0: Yeah yeah it's uh just just seeing a a faulty movement pattern would be nice you know starting off if you can just go why is that happening and then try to figure it out instead of going yeah i don't know i don't know why you're you're, you have asymmetrical weight shift on a back squat just keep doing it yeah just be aware of it instead of going how can we fix that and that's what nkt can do but I think it's an extremely valuable tool. That's why I took it. My my director in, in Portland's like, you need to take this. Yeah. And I, I didn't even know what I was walking into. He explained it to me in his layman's terms, and I'm <laughs> like, I still don't know what you're saying. So that first day was overwhelming. I went home with a headache.
1: Well, I went home and cried after <laughs> level one. I was yeah. like, I think I just wasted my money. I don't even know what I just did. But, yeah. you know, I hired a mentor, got the support I needed, mm-hmm. and um, I'm very grateful because it's Big time change, yeah, and that's
0: what's great about what uh, even in Portland there was, um, you know, monthly monthly gatherings at some place where you know you'd have somebody um, practicing, Mm -hmm. um, showing you, you know, some maybe some new stuff, and and you do that monthly. Do you do that uh, online or you do that at locations?
1: Well, um, not everybody has the luxury of having, you know, multiple NKTs in the area. Like Phoenix is one of the um, largest. Gatherings of NKT actually in the world. Really? Like we oh, have wow. a lot of NKTs here in the Phoenix Metro. And I say a lot, but there's less than 50 of us. Wow. But that's still more than other places in the world. Like I think Hong Kong has like 17 level threes. And wow. uh, here in Phoenix, we have maybe 13, 14 level three status. But like once the next level three comes here, we'll, that number will go up for us. Yeah. So there, we're gravely outnumbered.
0: Yeah, I know when I went through it, this was roughly 10 years ago about that. I know that there were some sports teams that were adopting people that that knew of neurokinetic therapy to have along with their athletic trainers and their Mm -hmm. physical therapists. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's grown exponentially since then, but I would think that that's something that sports teams would want to have, even from the collegiate level. Yeah, Yeah,
1: we're trying to get more athletic trainers involved. Um, but yeah, we've had. I mean, the Cubs hired us to come in privately and do a class just for their staff that's working on the athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of athletic trainers mm-hmm. from baseball and you know NBA, a lot of football, a um, lot of golfer people. Yeah, uh, I don't. What are they called uh, for the golfers? Like a coach?
2: Golfers. Oh, you talking the about the oh. That
1: the trainer swing coach the specialist uh, yeah. I, don't I don't know what that term know. is for no offense to the golfer people <laughs> but you know
2: right yeah that's um, you would think that they would have more of that of NKT in professional sports because there's so many injuries
0: in professional yeah. sports yeah well, because no matter how you it's not even
1: well heard of
0: right and it's not even just injuries it's performance mm-hmm. in, right and I mean, just a quick story. The first time you came in, I had a, a different instructor. Um, his name was Aaron, and remember him talking about how he could only do three pull-ups. Mm-hmm. This guy was in shape. He was really in shape, and he could only do three pull-ups. This guy worked on on him, got his lats to fire. He did twenty. He could have kept going. And wow. He was just like he was looking at me like I don't know what just happened. So, like so can you work on me so I can do 20 pull-ups?
2: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> you're only as strong as you're your nervous right, system yeah. allows you to be. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I'm just, well, you know. Work on your nervous system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to work on well, <laughs> working you, you, out. <laughs> yeah, I actually got to work out, too. Like, yeah. I, c- I can give you the full potential that you have, <laughs> but <laughs> what is that potential? Yep. Right. But, you know.
2: Right. So how many... Um, You have several offices here in Phoenix and then somewhere else, right?
1: Well, just around Phoenix, I hop around, you know, because Phoenix is like 100 miles wide. And I'm trying to build up the NKT community within Phoenix so people don't have to travel. And so I don't have to travel. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I have an office in Chandler and Tempe every now and then. I come over to Gilbert where you guys are, work out of the gym there. And then I have an office up in Scottsdale.
2: Okay. Yeah. I was thinking for some reason you had one out out of town or something.
1: No. I mean I go out of town to teach. Okay. And um I've flown out to work on people, but I don't have a physical location outside where, of Phoenix.
0: Where are some places you've gone outside of the country or have you to, to teach? I haven't
1: gone outside of the country Stayed yet. Stayed in? Yeah. Yeah, there's um I think NKT's taught in like thirty five countries maybe. But um there's different instructors. Over in that area. So, like,
2: so go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, have you kept in contact with Ruben? I have. How's he doing?
1: He's doing pretty good. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: That was pretty interesting having having Ruben there in class
0: that day. Oh, yeah. Ruben, he's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's my movement mojo guy. Yeah. And yeah. NKT is all about correcting movement, and then you know once you correct that movement pattern, then you want to do some integrations. And uh, so that's where he comes into play to do the integration side of things.
0: Where's he from? Is it Guatemala or Ecuador? Co- Costa Rica. Oh. Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah.
1: close.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. He was he was amazing. Yeah. Well, he had some great energy. Uh, he the class was just blown away by that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's because all the girls were like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> he's hot." <high." laughs> he was like, "I'm uh, like he's a barefoot f- hippie." No, what's the
1: guy that <laughs> plays Puss in Boots? That's who he reminds me of. Uh, uh, Antonio Banderas. Is oh, that yeah. who it is? That's it.
2: <laughs> That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Yeah, that was, he was a very interesting guy. Yeah. So That was fun. Yeah, all the students loved him too. Yeah.
1: So. And NKT really changed the way he does his movement. I'm sure. Because um, he uh, also teaches in the industry, um, for Carl Sterling in the Parkinson's Regeneration, so it's a oh, lot wow. of neuromotor training and helping people who have neuropathy from either like Parkinson's or diabetes, diabetes right. or <clears throat> maybe they are um, a TBI or something, you know, from a brain injury, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's helping getting signal back.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: So is that something you can do with Parkinson's? Yeah. I, I thought Parkinson's, you just kind of lost motor control and like had no couldn't stay still you know
1: there's there's ways around it oh wow it's um it's not all nkt it's not nkt stuff um nkt can help with some of their right symptoms um but that's more of like vagus nerve and hmm. gut stuff and,
2: and on neuropathy for diabetes what what can nkt do for that
1: get signal back Depending on is it
2: just getting blood flow because in that kind of what neuropathy is is like the loss of blood flow to well, the extremities,
1: it's more of nerve. Okay, yeah, it's more nerve. I mean, probably loss of blood flow too. I mean, think of blood flow, lymph flow, nerve signal. Um, right. but it's you know, you have to think why is the nerve not getting the signal there. Hmm. And so sometimes it's an NKT can help, and sometimes it can't help, it just depends. Every situation. Because
2: I'm diabetic, and I thought that um, w- before I found out I was diabetic, I thought I had um, carpal tunnel mm. because my three fingers uh, from my pinky over was um, were numb. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was carpal tunnel. And then I found out that I was diabetic, and I'm like, huh, maybe that's neuropathy. And so I thought it was more of like just the blood flow. I didn't realize it was nerves or anything. I thought it was just blood flow not getting to those fingers because the sugar in the blood was making it thick. And that's the reason why, like, if your f- hand goes to sleep, if you sit on your hand, it's going to go to sleep. Right. It felt that same way in those mm-hmm. three fingers. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Well, here's the good thing about NKT, is you'll know in the first appointment, if you get signal back and you get feeling back, then it's not from the diabetes.
2: Really? Wow. Okay, I need your address of your office and your (laughs) schedule time.
1: I mean, and that's the thing. It's like if you get the signal back and you can get the movement restored, you know, sometimes it's just something pinching the nerve up and down the Hmm. arm line or, you know, up and down the fascial line.
2: Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool.
1: I mean, we've even gotten movement restored in stroke victims. Wow. So it's... Will it help everybody? It's up to the person. Everybody's different. We have to look at each person individually. Yep. You know, and, and with, like, diabetes, we also want to clean up, like, the lymphatics and the underlying inflammation and clean up diet and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about this real quick. So as a, as a personal trainer, people think of personal trainers as somebody who just goes out and assigns sets and reps, different exercises, and, and talks about nutrition when there's so much more to it than that. And that's what I found right away when I started to when I began my career is that these there's these avenues you can go down. You can add these tools to your tool belt to make you far more than just a a rep counter. And NKT is one of those things. Uh, Just like FST, just like PNF stretching. There's so many things that you can add. Even lymphatic, like you can get get uh, educated on uh, lymphatics. Mm -hmm. You can you can learn how to help somebody clean up their as you call it the sewer system or or. uh, or fish tank, <laughs> it sounds better. Fish tank, right? Uh, but there's so many things, and that's what what's really cool about Sky is that she's gone down these avenues. She's got uh, not only a team, but she's got this education that that she can help so many people. It's not just about gaining muscle. I know mean, maybe maybe that's somebody's goal in the beginning. I, I want to gain muscle, or I want to lose lose weight. Okay, well, we've gone through this for two months, and you're not losing weight. What else could it be? And if you have those tools. You can help them more instead of going, I don't know, go see somebody, which is a good thing. We want to network. We want to have people uh, to our disposal where we can go, hey, I, I'm at the end of my rope with my education. I can't help you any, any further or this isn't my realm. Here's somebody to go to. And we talk about this in class all the time is creating that network. But when when it comes to personal training, what kind of other things would you say encompasses that as a well well-educated trainer, like somebody that can do far more than just your regular commercial gym trainer that just got a certification, what would you recommend them do?
1: Well, I mean, number one, they're already going through your training program, so that's already going to set them aside. Then the, you know, I took some online (laughs) certification or some two-day weekend warrior uh, course, and then I'm a trainer. Mm -hmm. So your program's very extensive. And, um, you know, but ultimately I would – that's a hard question to answer because it depends on the person and how they want to work with people. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, um, I like how NKT gives them a whole different way of focusing at the body and and making sure things are online and, uh, focusing now I'm not just a rep counter. I'm going to focus on these very specific exercises because this is where they're always testing week when I'm doing the NKT with them. But aside from that, you know, if I want to be the best of the best in the industry, as a personal trainer, I'm going to want to learn how to release someone if I can. So I usually recommend trainers learning some form of stretching technique or release technique that they might want to learn to make a more well-rounded, you know? Yeah. Um, overlooking the lymphatic system is a huge boo-boo. So I think... Any way you can try to throw some lymph at it.
0: Can, can you <laughs> – w- so I know what the lymphatic system is, but you, 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 you talk about it in a way that, that I've never thought about doing. Can you explain to me – like I've heard you say this in class. How do you explain the lymphatic system and why it's important?
1: Well, you know, again, we have to fall back on most people don't know anything. Right. You know, most people when I'm working on them don't even know they have a diaphragm. <laughs> right or and i'm like oh your lymphatic system might be part of your chronic inflammation (laughs) you know they're like well yeah i have a few lymph nodes you know like right here and you know in my growing department but it's like no you actually have 700 lymph nodes or more throughout your whole body wow and you have certain gatherings of those nodes like this would be one of those large gathering of nodes which is why you know about that area But ultimately, I try to tell people those are one of your main filters. Like everybody knows, like, okay, I have gut filters. I have the liver. Mm -hmm. I have the kidney, right? Um, If they're going to know that, that'll be the one thing they do know if they know something about their body. But they don't really realize that the lymphatic is the main filter, like cleaning out the system. And, you know, if... If I have a dirty fish tank, I can't absorb the good nutrients that I'm putting in. I can have a very clean, beautiful diet where I'm growing everything in my backyard organically, but if I have a dirty fish tank, my body's not going to absorb it. Hmm. So that's how I try to explain it to people is you got to go in and clean your fish tank. It's kind of like going to the dental hygienist. You got to brush your teeth every day. That's our daily movement, that's our daily flush. But I got to go get the deep clean from the dental hygienist. Twice a year. So that's where I refer out for people to go get special lymphatic work. I can tap myself every day and jump around on my rebounder or whatever, but if I've got a clogged lymph node, that's not going to push through. That's where I need a professional to come in and help get the flow back.
0: How would you do that?
1: Well, I recommend my lymph lady. She's got these special fancy you little wands. You have a lady? I lymph do. Lady? I named I her the <laughs> lymph lady. But she owns Lymph Life AZ. And it's basically you lay on a table and they're wanding your whole body. And no offense to the manual therapist, but of those 700 lymph nodes, a third of them are from our neck up. Wow. And yeah. And the main reason for that is to drain our brain. Right? So... Um, these wands and their frequencies can get through the skull and actually drain the lymph around the brain that a manual therapist can't get to. Hmm. So I like to go get wanded (laughs) (laughs) and use her magic wands. And she's got special wands that also help with scars. So like if you've got a lot of abdominal scars, and you want to make sure those scars aren't growing what I call roots around your different organs and anchoring down to things that you don't want it to anchor down to. Like, you know, NKT goes in and it stops the brain from signaling that scar and growing the roots in the first place. But then, you know, if that scar's been there 10 or 15, 20 years, there's some roots there. So you need a manual therapist to go in and break it up. But some areas are hard to reach. And that's where the lasers and the lights and the things like that can come in, and those special tools, right, to help out.
2: So, like I remember in class, you were talking about um, if you needed to massage mm-hmm. an area, like like I was supposed to massage my scapula, and you were talking about using a the theracane mm-hmm. um, and not using a theragun, right? Oh yeah is is that like a an always thing, or can you use a theragun like on it depends sore on the muscles person. and stuff like that?
1: Well, you know, there, there's different reasons to use different tools. And from an NKT perspective, when we're trying to do a release, we're trying to calm the nervous system down with that. So a Theragun on certain areas can end up being perceived threat for some people. Too much. Yeah. It can be too much. But some people need that type of release to even feel like it's working. So it depends right. on the nervous system.
2: Okay.
1: Um, but... Nine times out of ten, most people overdo the release. Right. <laughs> so I tend to say, hey, let's do moderate pressure. Don't bruise yourself. You know, you may need a therapist to go in and strip some tissue, and that's not going to feel good or be fun, but that's a different type of release than what we're doing within NKT. Hmm. Okay. Both are important, in my right. opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially if you've got some nasty scars. Are you know super vibratic tissue from?
2: Like, whatever. I'd never even heard of a theracane, and my wife bought one online, and I didn't see it when she when she bought it. And then one morning we were having coffee, and I look over, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" It's a big candy cane. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got like these little yeah. weird little arms thing, and stuff but, on yeah. it, and I'm like,
0: "Okay."
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there's many ways to release a muscle. You know, and I just tell people do the way that works best for your body and your nervous system.
0: Yeah, we did a uh, we did some foam rolling in class this week. I believe it was Monday, might have been Wednesday. But uh, you know, there's certain muscles that people don't realize that may be inflamed or, or mad. That yeah. we like the piriformis. Every time uh, I sit on a foam roller and roll out my piriformis, I make that face. Oh. Yeah. And nobody's, you know, we don't really talk about the piriformis too much. Uh, we've only got eleven weeks to go over, you know, the main muscles. That being kind of one of them, but not. Right. Don't really go over it. I talk about it, but I get everybody in position to to roll it out. I'm like it's just a really small area. It's like an inch. Just lean to the left, grab that foot, and yep. then they're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know where it's at. I can't find it. And all of a sudden, their face lights up. They're like, ah. And <laughs> yep. it's it's a like, combination of it feels good and it doesn't at the same time. Right. It's like I was confused the first time we did that in class <laughs> when I was going through the school in Portland. I'm like, whoa, what is that? Why does that hurt? Oh yeah. Kind of for the reason. What we're doing now, we're sitting on our butt all day. Mm-hmm. Yep, But it's, uh, you know, it, it's a external rotator. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, that, that people don't realize that there might be some issues that haven't been diagnosed. And maybe th- these these undiagnosed issues are what's creating pain during movement. And I think that's what's great about NKT is we can figure out how to make you perform better or perform without pain. And not just in the gym, but just in general life. You know, just regular movement, why does this hurt?
2: yeah, and it's it's so weird that last term I wasn't there and, and I won't be able to be there Monday. I wish I was I'm gonna be be out of town, but last term you had one of the students that had a belly button piercing, oh yeah, and the, <laughs> and the belly button piercing That's was all it what, was so when i when I went to teach, she came in and I was like, "So you saw sky yesterday, and how did that go?" And she goes, "Oh my gosh, it's you know my belly button piercing was the problem, and I'm like you probably shouldn't have got that in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows, though. I know. Yeah. yeah, But that's just crazy that something that small yeah. could cause, mm-hmm. you know, something else that's not to work That's
1: a major right. meridian, so ask any acupuncturist about it, and they'll say that's a major no-no. Yeah. But, you know, NKT uh, filtering into the fitness industry, if you will, is a beautiful thing, in my opinion, because think of how many people – are running around there hurting. They've got chronic knee pain or shoulder pain or back pain. And they went to all the normal go-tos and nobody's really giving them any help. And now they're showing up in front of their trainer bitching about it. And maybe their trainer just took NKT and they're like, Hey, let me try this. Right. And then it ends up being the thing that helped them get out of pain. Like how beautiful is that? That if we can get more trainers in the industry to learn this tool that a lot of people aren't going to have to suffer as long as they've been suffering because, like, you suffered for two years in something that we cleaned up in a couple right. minutes.
2: Yeah, we we need a ticker in class. <laughs> see who gets, see who gets fixed the quickest. No, no, to see how many times you're mentioned in the term. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because it, it it's crazy because it's yeah. always somebody comes in they're like, yeah, this hurts, and like you need to see Sky. <laughs> yeah, I'm always So uh, if there's a ticker
0: well, on the wall that just goes. The, referrals
1: tick, tick, yeah. the sky ticker. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it's it's always the same. And I, I'm such a believer that somebody says something like, I've got um I've got this pain, I've had it forever, I've gone here. I'm like, Can I give you a number? And then I try to explain what it is and I'm like, you're not gonna get it. Just go see her. You just need a plaque on the wall. Just call Sky. Better Call Sky. Better, better Call Sky. Call, better <laughs> call Sky. <laughs> right
2: b- right before you said <laughs> that, I was thinking the same thing. Better call, better, Sky. better call just, Sky. Should that be my tagline now? Like,
1: That's a good that one. What would Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> what would Sky do?
0: Yeah. It's fascinating. I'm I'm looking forward to Monday because it's you know we're going to have about uh, fifteen plus people in there. I got the night class to come in, and I think we're going to have some other people come in because they keep hearing me talk about it. I'm like you have to see it first to understand it. Yeah. And then it's one after another gets up on the table. I've got this going on, and then they get up and they're like, I can't believe it. You know what just happened? And it's just over and over and over again. So I've got she's uh, more than half the class rose you know rose her hand when I say who's got injuries. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Get on the table. And one of the, one of them was just um, was it Wednesday Wednesday night when I taught. Um, she kept mentioning because we were going over back squats. The movement of the week is back squats. So we went over how to cue, teach, perform back squats with the with the barbell, and then then simplified it with other modalities and other tools. But she couldn't do a squat without pain. She hmm. couldn't. She could get not even 90 degrees. It was like 70 degrees. A flexion in the knee, and then she had real real severe uh, forward lean. So I'm like, hip flexors are really taking over on this, so they're tight. But why is there pain there? And I couldn't figure it out. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, why would that happen? Let's put some plates on your heels. So if you put some plates on her heels, elevated, she could get lower, but still there was a little bit of pain. And then we tried something. We put one of those, um, those booty bands <laughs> around her knees, mm-hmm. Had her do a squat and press out so abduct going to squat zero pain hmm. none and she was like what just happened i'm like uh maybe <laughs> your minimus and medius are shot there's no there's no signal maybe it's some other things um but that's my first thought is it's gonna be you just activated them you went into a squat no pain there's more to it so when you come in on Monday, when, when Sky says, anybody, have any injuries, you raise your hand immediately. <laughs> Make sure she's first on the table. There's going to be a line of people as soon as you say that. Yeah. They're going to shoot their hands up. and. So bring a lunch is what you're saying. Bring, yeah, pack a lunch. <laughs> this going to be a long one. <laughs> well,
1: you know, I just think, uh, so here again, like the more trainers that are learning this, like if you would have kept up with your nkt you'd have been like hey mm-hmm. let me test those glute meds or the glute meds yep. and see what mm-hmm. they're doing in relation to maybe the adductors or or whatever and and that's the beautiful thing about nkt is you don't have to guess where the problem is yeah. once you learn the protocols you know exactly where the problem is
0: yeah yeah i'm going to take it again October. october I'll Be there,
1: it'll be fun to have you in class.
0: I have forgotten so much. I should probably take it. You should, you should, yeah. I think I probably won't
2: understand half of it. I need to go through anatomy. You need again. go through
0: anatomy, yeah. You, you well, need to come in on Mondays when I teach it.
1: When you register, there is a anatomy test that comes with the course, right? <laughs> so, you know, because a lot of people, you know,
2: also, I would, so 20 so I years would fail in the indes- test and <laughs> yeah, I you wouldn't even be able the to get in. And you'll like, see- you can't take NKT level you know, one because. Yeah, yes. I
1: think a lot of people maybe took anatomy 20 years ago when they went to college so yeah. it's a it's a test to see okay here's where you're at and you know then you can go through and study within the uh, little pretest to see okay, here's where I'm weak and what I need to freshen up on
0: right Yeah, yeah you're not going to be muscle testing all 641 muscles. It's yeah, just like we've... how many would you say that? You Level need to
1: know. one um, is just the main movers, which is what you're learning in personal training already. The big movers. Right. You know, you don't have to know all the small little intrinsic muscles, but the main movers, probably about maybe 100, 150 of them. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's not bad. Yeah, we chunk I, it. I think
2: I know all of them. I just don't know all the names of them. And if you put
0: it out on a sheet, I probably couldn't point them out which one each one is. <laughs> So maybe we need to get Josh. To we need a crash course, <laughs> Josh. Who is that? Uh, who's the person that, that paints the muscles on your body? Or, or uh, not- So
1: that's Immaculate Dissection. Um, that's Dr. Kathy Dooley and um, Danny Quirk and um, Anna Volkheimer. Uh They came together and created a course where they paint the anatomy on the body and so it's an actual live human. Wow! And they're putting them through movement, so you can actually see the anatomy move, and then you're able to sit there and palpate on the actual person, which is kind of cool. Well, and it's live tissue <laughs> instead.
2: Of... Well, my, my wife now teaches uh, anatomy on Monday nights at the school. Oh, nice! And because uh, she's a nurse, well, and so you she She's right I know there, <laughs> you I can just I can just have her write yeah, on my body what the each muscle is. and you're good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can just have her do it and just say this is what muscle this is and <laughs> permanent marker, and then I walk walk into class and it's like I got tattoos for <laughs> yeah, that look cool. So yeah, she she's uh she's really excited. She enjoys teaching the class and stuff, and she's always been into anatomy and she loves anatomy. So
0: it's incredibly incredibly important as a personal trainer to know anatomy. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and the and the crazy thing is is that these these online certs don't teach anatomy. No. Right. I'm like aren't we missing like a really big piece of this? So yeah, can't fix what you don't know.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Which you know, awareness is the first thing in getting the awareness out there like you know, NKTS not been public for very long like, you know, like I said what was it 10 or 11 years ago when I first heard about it, there was only like two or three people in the state of Arizona. Oh wow. Doing it at that time. Yeah. So we're growing the community. Trying to get the knowledge out there, but, you know, here's a big one for me, you know, as female, I don't want to sneezy peasy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like every time I cough or sneeze, I don't want to have to run and change my clothes, you know, right? and especially, you know, when that started happening in my thirties after having a baby and most of us are told by our gynecologist, well, that's just normal, you know, and if it keeps happening or getting worse, then we'll have to talk about a bladder sling or something. And it's like, oh, wow. no. A diaper. <laughs> and it's like, no. And in, in in my situation, it was a one session fix. And wow. In many women's situations, it's usually a one and done. sometimes there needs to be two or three appointments to fully clean it up.
2: I had no idea you could even fix that because I thought the same thing. I thought it was just something that just happens after you've had kids and Mm -mm. or gotten older or anything like like that. A weak pelvic floor, right? It's
1: just a weak pelvic floor, and probably any woman that's had a baby is going to have some pelvic floor dysfunction and some diaphragm (laughs) dysfunction, and we just got to get them to start communicating nice to each other again. (laughs) I've had
0: clients in the past. um, I think most of my clientele when I was was in Portland as an independent coach, most of them were 35- to 65-year-old women. And a lot of them had those issues. I'm like, all right, hey, have you ever jump rope? She's like, not happening. Why? <laughs> Why are we not going to jump rope? Because it's not
1: her knee pain. <laughs> because
0: uh, I might pee myself. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, in that case, we're not going to do it. But had I had the knowledge on, well, I don't even know if I would want to work on that. Quite honestly, I don't know where you would need to go for NKT for that. It might be something where if you have that issue, you might want to have a woman work on you. Because some of it, some of it is, you know, it's we got to palpate some areas. But if that's if that's a if that's something that I could have fixed, I would have definitely done it because a lot of women have had this forever and they're afraid to do certain movements, you know, well, in fear of that happening.
2: Well, is that something you they could fix themselves if you had like yeah. a dummy that you could show them where mm. to? Well,
1: uh, think of it like this: I'm a trainer. I I don't palpate. True. So, and even if I could, I don't know that I'd want to. You know, well, depending on the person. But anyway, <laughs> my point is, is like. When it's um, that area and, like, episiotomy scars. Those, and, and for you gentlemen, um, the, uh, what's it called? The snipping clip for you guys? Oh, vasectomy. the vasectomy. Uh, vasectomy, yeah. Vasectomy scars. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, one of my, <laughs> you asked about scary moments, like, first appointment preacher man coming in with a vasectomy scar and I have to fix his pelvic floor. Hmm. Yeah. That was a party. I was like, do we pray about this <laughs> Like, do I need to call somebody? Go through a confession? Right. But, so as a personal trainer, you can use uh, a different part of their body to test their pelvic floor so you don't ever have to touch them there. Okay. And then you can teach them how to do what I call peagles and kegels mm-hmm. and poogles. <laughs> And other pelvic floor activations to get the signal back. Because nine times out of ten, it's underactive and it needs more signal there. Right. And yep. it's usually something like the diaphragm or their scar being over-signaled and pulling uh, from the pelvic floor. So we teach them how to release their diaphragm or the scar and get the signal back to the pelvic floor. And then anytime they have sneezy-peasy situation, mm-hmm. they can just go back to their old homework.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't remember that from... In KT level one?
0: No, I don't. <laughs> it's because he
1: didn't have me as the instructor. <laughs> Actually, was... we don't we don't teach that in level right. one. Right? Yeah. That, one. Is
0: that three.
1: That is, yeah, you learned that at level three. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: let me ask you this: So, what does level one look like? as opposed to two and what's three look like? So what's it look like as a student going through it? So
1: as a student going through level one is the foundation. And then in level two, we're building on that foundation through having them look at like the subsystems and, uh, also diving deep into the jaw and Uh. the diaphragm and rotational patterns. (laughs) And then in level three, uh, we're going to tap into muscles around the eye. Um, Hyoid muscles. Oh, wow. Um, those tend to be very limbic responses for people, which is why we wait to level three. <laughs> so, if someone does have that limbic emotional response on the table, you know how to kind of deal with it <laughs> or be aware of it. Um, but we learn how to um, deal with eyes, hyoid, uh, ligaments, like pelvic ligaments, mm. ankle sprains, any kind of ligament dysfunction, um, and sp- pairing up of non-testable structures.
0: Very cool. Yeah. And these are just weekend classes still, right? Like, yeah, like- so
1: there are two-day workshops, and then after that we request that you practice a minimum of 50 hours or about a month, and then you would do three case studies and and then do a live test out in front of either your instructor or someone who's qualified.
2: Okay. So is that before you're, you're granted... The certificate for level one?
1: So after you attend the workshop, yes, you would, uh, before you're certified, you would have to log at least 50 hours of practice and then do the three case studies and the test out. Oh, okay. And then you would be a certified level one.
2: So did you just took the course, but you weren't certified?
0: No, I got certified.
2: Oh, did you? Yep. You went but through the whole thing? But it
1: lapses after two years. So every two years, we make you recertify at your current level to make sure that you're continuing to do the work.
2: So just test again?
1: Yes, you, don't you don't have to go through retest. the class and no, all that stuff. you don't stuff, have you? To get, you just do three case studies and a live test out. Hmm.
0: It's a it's a diminishing skill. If you don't practice, you're gonna you're gonna forget. And that's what happened with me. I mean, I, I was gung ho once I got through that. I'm like, this is awesome. I can't wait to bring this to my clients. Nobody really cared about it too much. I was like, hey, I know your glutes not working. Can I get you on a table? No, I just want to lose weight. Okay, well, so, let's, let's keep feeding the beast then. Let's go. So how many <laughs> More years? Squats.
2: How many years ago was it that you did
0: it? Uh, I think it was. It was probably 10 years 10 years ago. It's about the time where it was on my radar about 10 11 years ago. I remember Eric talking about it a lot. I'm like I don't know what you're saying right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he started to teach it in the uh, the Portland uh, class. He brought NKT into that. Uh wasn't a deep dive into it. He, nobody was getting certified, but he's talking about it and and how it could help and he was, you know, bringing bringing students up and working on them and and, and all that sort of thing. So it was never actually put in the curriculum, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's I mean I I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah, once you learn it and you really like hone it, like if you get through all three levels and you get a good 1000 hours under your belt, then you're good to go.
0: Yeah, at that point I don't think you'd forget, but Yeah. No. Yeah. I uh I would say I don't remember maybe 2% of it. Yeah. To be honest. I know what it is. I can explain it. Kind of. Now that now that (laughs) you have the audio from, (laughs) she she explains it way better than I do. But yeah, it's uh, it's you're gonna forget. You gotta keep doing it. Well, it's just
1: like with anything; you got to get enough of the reps
2: in. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on an old tape and get you a little cassette player to,
1: yeah,
2: (laughs) and make it old school, right? Yeah.
1: There
2: you go. I'm gonna talk about NK and and (laughs) it's her. We'll just play that clip
0: uh, of of this podcast, (laughs) the beginning of the first week. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because it's – I don't think anybody can explain it as well as she did. So, No, there's
0: no way. So when is the next one, Sky?
1: So the next one's coming up in October here in Phoenix. And I do level one twice a year here, and then I do level two once a year.
0: Okay. So in October, do you have the dates yet?
1: It's the 28th and the 29th.
0: Do we have a location?
1: At my Tempe location. Tempe location. Yeah. Kay.
0: How can people find out more information about that or contact you if they need any NKT themselves?
1: Well, um, neurokinetictherapy.com has the directory on there, so um, they can find a therapist in their area, um, but also... uh, There's a lot of information on the website about when the next seminars are coming up. And there's some blogs on there about, you know, piriformis syndrome or whatever. You can read about it. Yeah. Um, And then otherwise, I don't even have a website. I'm terrible. (laughs) I Mm. know. But that's the good thing about a network. Yeah. Is I've been in the Phoenix Metro for 25 years. And I network with a lot of local you know, people in the industry. So chiropractors, physical therapists, massage therapists, acupuncturists, personal trainers. Like I try to have at least five or eight of them in each little city around the valley. So if you live in Glendale, you know, you're going to drive to me to see an appointment, you know, for NKT, but you're not going to see me three times a week for your personal training (laughs) appointment. So I'm going to try to, you know, refer you to a Pilates studio or a personal training a facility within five or 10 minutes of your house, you know, and you're not going to want to drive an hour one way for your massage. Right. <laughs> and then ruin it driving the hour back home. Right. So, um, but people will drive to get the NKT. So I try to network in all the areas. But because I've done that, I haven't really had to advertise now. Uh, for many years and I'm very grateful for that so I
2: don't but people can reach you on social media like yeah, instagram and stuff like that so. are, and we'll put yeah. all that into the in yeah, the description you can put my of the number show up there they just yeah.
1: give me a shout out but yeah i am I need to hire someone to do my website my instagram so work in progress you
0: know, social media it. is so much fun
2: it's almost like if you knew someone that did that I know right
1: <laughs> like somebody hmm. sitting in the same room with me <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll work <watch>
2: something out. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that would work because I, I have some other stuff that doesn't work right. So right. Like,
1: I know somebody who can help you with that. So, But, yeah, just uh, I'm on the NKT directory, or they can reach out and find yeah. me
0: okay.
1: on Instagram. Cool.
0: Real quick with, with networking before we wrap it up, this is something I think is incredibly important for, for personal trainers or anybody in the industry, health, wellness, fitness, whatever, is having that network. Uh, Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you haven't had to market. Well, create that network, create those those funnels where you can help each other out. Right. That's what I did in Portland. And I didn't have to advertise because once you're like, hey, I tell the classes all the time. I don't know how many have followed through with this, but there's ways to reach out to these people, um, gain their trust, have a cup of coffee, just say hi, meet each other. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. I reached out to you. I wanted to create that network. and. It's, it's the, the initial contact isn't that that difficult. I mean, you can DM if you want to. I would I'd prefer to email or I, maybe not call, you know, maybe just warm it up first and then get that conversation going. But what's wrong with just sending out a letter, like a handwritten letter to, say, an acupuncturist or a, a LMT, you know, because we work together. The LMT doesn't do personal training. I mean, there's some that do both, but most of them just stick, stay on there, you know, mm-hmm. stay mm-hmm. in their lane. Right and say hey uh hey, I'm a I'm a personal trainer I'm looking to create a network I want to send my people to somebody to get professionally stretched mm-hmm. that's all you have to say it's already assumed that hey you send me people I'm going to send you people yeah and and that's it's that easy if you want to grow your business organically in a, in a in a community just reach out to people they'll mm-hmm. feed you if you feed them 100% all you're doing is just creating just a like a little tight knit family of people that are there to to help each other in, in any any regard you
2: and- could, And that's what I even teach in the business class to, for the personal trainers to connect with other personal trainers, because if you if you live in Scottsdale, North Scottsdale, and someone calls you and they're like, "Hey, I'm in Gilbert. I I found you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I found you as a personal trainer, but I live in Gilbert. Right. Well, I'm not going to drive to Gilbert to personal train you because that would be stupid. Right. So, but I've got all these friends. Let me find. That. let me get somebody specific for what you're right what you're looking for yeah I
1: even refer other Nkts in the in the metro because it's just not realistic right you know for people to have to drive that far yeah. if there's someone five minutes down the street who can do the same thing
0: right, right. Yeah. are we competition as trainers no yeah, kinda but there's 4.5 million people in the valley last I checked that might be yeah. up by a couple hundred thousand but it's We all have our own niches or people we want to work with. We know who we Mm -hmm. want to work with. And I've had had people before that come to see me, you know, the initial orientation, and we've talked. I'm like, look, I don't think I'm right for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I do know somebody who I think you'd work with better. Right. instead of taking the money and, and, and just yeah, going
1: sometimes it's a personality class right you right. know yep. or sometimes they want the hardcore raw person <laughs> right. and you're just was, not that person yeah I
0: was just
2: we were just talking about that yesterday yeah and because uh, some one of the students was like some people like that you know get up get you know, and it always reminds me of Chris Farley from Saturday Night Live, like down by the river. Right. <laughs> down yeah, by the river. Some know, people like, want that energy. <laughs> like I don't yeah, I yeah. don't have that energy when, when I'm training someone, but other people
0: yeah. would. Yeah, and so. some
1: people want that and some people are scared of that. Some so. be, some
0: people need it. Yeah.
1: Some people need it. <laughs> I, but need it. You I need somebody, somebody yell
0: to at yell me. at me. As soon as, as soon as my alarm goes off, I need somebody to get out. Get out of bed. Get off your phone. Move. But, yeah.
1: You know, ultimately, I think it's the quality of relationships, mm-hmm. and it's really about building up a network of trusted people that you have relationships with. So right. anytime I'm working with someone and referring someone, I've already been worked on by them. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm going to refer a trainer, it's like, okay, run me through a workout, and then let me run you through an NKT session. So when you refer someone to me, you know what they're showing up for. You know, right. when I refer someone to you, I know what they're showing up for. Right. And then it also, you know, cause I work with several like massage therapists and different massage therapists have different touches mm-hmm. and some people want that deep tissue work and some people don't want
2: it. I don't want the deep tissue. Yeah. And I some want...
1: people want, you know, other things thrown in the mix to go with it. So when they have different modalities to go with that, you know, then it's like, okay, this is going to be the better fit. Yep. Yeah. I'm
2: a, I'm a wimp when it comes to massage. I can't stand, like, so I don't ever get them because, like, we were in Cancun and my wife was like, yeah, you need to go ahead and get a massage. Man, I thought he was ripping my calves apart. <laughs> I was like, holy, that just, that hurts. So. Well,
1: you know, sometimes that's the the massage therapist's lack of knowledge of mm-hmm. how to work with your nervous system. Because if someone goes in too hard on my nervous system, I'm going to straight into sympathetic mode and I'm going to brace Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to receive anything nicely. I felt
2: like donkey kicking him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because like, you know, yeah. it, it was my calves. I have big calf muscles. And the, for whatever reason, when they go to massage it, it just feels like they're just ripping them out of my legs.
1: So, yeah. So that's where that might be an error on their end of they need to maybe go in a little easier and nicer for well, you. I had
2: one probably, I don't know, 12 years ago. And it was at a massage place. I'm not gonna say the name of it. And I I went in. I was like, I want a soft massage. I don't want, you know, somebody with their knee in my shoulder. You know, doing something. Helga was not a soft <laughs> massage. Helga. I mean, that's her you name. Her name by was the Helga. Name. You I was just like, by. well, I didn't know that until you know, until I was already in there. And she's like, lay on the table. And I'm like, oh crap. And it just, oh man, I I was like, never again. Nope, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But then
1: half the population—that's their favorite therapist. I, yeah, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. But you know the good the good Hilga would or whatever her name is would have learned how to lighten up when she's working with you and go all in on the people who can handle it. Yeah. Because everybody's nervous system's going to respond differently. I don't
2: think she spoke English, but I think
1: oh my god that
2: hurts It's kind of universal. you know, universal. Yeah
0: even, you know, look on somebody's face would indicate how they feel as well. Yeah.
1: There doesn't need to be words. There's plenty right. of physical cues. Oh. <laughs> plenty of other cues. Beating uh, the table in my hand. Yeah. I mean, that's enough sign that a good trained therapist should have known better. Yep. In my opinion. Hence the need. They probably need some continuing education. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I think we said enough. I think we said yeah. it all. Actually. There's yeah. much more. But that we, just we just have to bring you back. Yeah. Just have to come back for again. Yeah.
1: Well, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to having you on Monday. Nice. I can't wait. Oh, like yeah, I wish I was gonna too. be there. It's one of my favorite days of the term once guy comes in. I just sit in the back and just smile and go, Yep, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that and, way,
1: and, they, and the cool thing is is they can replicate this too once they learn it. Yeah. It's not me, it's the modality. You yep. know, so they can be magic too.
2: And then we just give her the remote to clear the clicker when yeah. she comes in. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna build one sky yeah. clicker. Every yeah. time we say yeah. sky, it's gonna go
1: ding. And then just have <laughs> and then just have a little <laughs> glitter bomb like confetti set up. So like once we clean up the pattern and they feel amazing, we can hit the glitter bomb and confetti Boom. drops out. And it's oh, like man. it's a Christmas miracle. That room yeah. would
2: be a mess. In, <laughs> J- in Japan, <laughs> they have this thing called a kusadama. It's a ball that opens up and confetti falls out and a little sign falls out and everything. So that, that's We could build, we build a little kusadama up there. To mm-hmm.
0: I like yeah. it. I like it.
2: Yeah.
1: Cool. I think that would enhance the effectiveness of the correction.
2: And then when new students come in, they're like, what's that thing that says <laughs> sky ticker and it's a zero? One. <laughs> <laughs> They're like when I said sky, it went. Co- two. Oh my gosh, <laughs> two, one. Why would I say sky, it t- three. It's like yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ah, <laughs> he said sky. <laughs> oh,
1: you well, you know, too, it, uh, it's like thank you for the compliments, but that, that's the thing with NKT is it's hard not to get a big head. You know, you have to really ego check yourself once you learn this work because you are helping people when other things and other people haven't helped. So right. you have to keep your ego in check of, it's not me that fixed you. You fixed yourself. I just helped you read your own roadmap a little better. Right. <laughs> yeah. Your body's doing all the work. I just helped you figure it out a little faster. But it's hard not to get a big head when people are like, oh, you're an angel of God, you know, because you took my pain of 20 years away in one minute. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah. I, I appreciate the ego boost today, 100%. <laughs> I appreciate it, but, yeah, anybody can replicate this. That's the yeah. beautiful thing about it is yep. you can go through and be a magician, too, if you want to. You
2: just got to know anatomy. You just got to know anatomy. So I can't be a magician. <laughs> no, you just have to study. You've I got know, your, I know. You've got I, your I, own I, teacher at home. I know.
0: got several of them I
2: know. in the family. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: know, I know. I mean, your wife's a nurse, your daughter's a massage therapist. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. is there a better setup?
2: Both of them need to go through NKT.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I should just apply for the family discount.
2: Yeah. Well, you we'll talk when, about the website when And then five or more <laughs> register. Like, if you could <laughs> just you go. get yeah. two more family
1: members involved.
2: <laughs> yep. yep. Well, Emily's a triplet. Oh. There and then you she go. has an older sister, too. So there you go. There's just tell four them to get of them their, and my wife. So there's five get, right there. Yeah, tell them to get it together. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. So. I'll have three months to pull it together. Okay.
0: Plenty Sounds of time. Sounds good. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. This was super fun. Um, yep.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it was great to have you. Always awesome to have you. I'll see you again on Wednesday or Monday. Sounds good. So awesome. Sweet.
1: Thank you.